smoke weed every day. whoever's listening out there. Welcome to the second episode of Higher Learning. I'm your host, Miriam Awani, also known as The Trail Beauty. And we are here with the second episode of Higher Learning. And we are going to be talking about spirituality and my journey with spirituality and what I think of it. And hopefully this will change your mindset. This is something that has been heavy on my chest that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I know you're wondering like, bitch, don't try to come on here and act like you ain't been here for like the past five months and I know I've been gone but I just finished my last semester of college (laughs) and I feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest but then I feel like another weight has just been put back on and I'll get more into that later Um, however I'm so glad to have finally technically graduate Um, I have two more classes before I officially get my degree, but I decided to take the summer off and recoup and get my mind right and figure out my purpose, which I already have. And um, yeah, before I finish those last two classes, I'm basically done with school. So that is amazing. What's not amazing is the student loans that's going to come after that because I am currently six figures in debt from student loans. So if anyone out there, you know, (coughs) Drake, or anyone wants to help me pay my student loans, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, student of the game, <laughs> um, <laughs> you are more than welcome to hit me up so we can figure that shit out. But um, on the other hand, I just wanted to talk about spirituality. And I think what's interesting about the fact that I've been gone for five months is a sign. And um, I like to think of life as just not near randomness and coincidences I like to think of every action everything that happens in my life has a purpose um for those who don't think that there's a higher power or that what we are experiencing in life and what we're going through in life is beyond us this podcast is definitely not for you um if you're not open to talking about spirituality and notice I said spirituality and not religion because I feel like religion is a man-made construct that is very problematic so I don't like to talk about religion but I do believe in spirituality I believe in energies and I believe in a higher power um that ultimately influences the things that happen in our life. Um, I don't think that everything is random. I don't think everything was like, you know, a comet or a meter, a meteorite or the big bang happened. And then we popped up. I feel like, you know, we're just a speck in this universe. Okay. And we are just, we're a part of a galaxy and we know what a galaxy is and we know how big a galaxy is. But when you think of the universe, and you really think we're the only living beings in the universe, you have to be very naive and very ignorant to think that. Um, However, you can think what you think, but I'm going to feel how I feel. And I want to talk about spirituality because I feel like a lot of us disregard that aspect of our life. And a lot of us rely on what we see um, to retain knowledge. So how do I put this? You know how people always say, you know, you got to open your third eye. Get your third eye open. When they talk about your third eye, they talk about the shit that you don't see, okay? 
So we have two eyes and our, we rely on our two eyes to believe things. You know, a lot of us say, I got to see it to believe it. We trust our eyes. We trust what is shown to us and that's what we believe. But we also have to take account into things that we don't see because people can craft things in a way for it to come off a certain way or for it to be perceived a certain way, but don't necessarily mean it's that actual way. So when people talk about your third eye and opening your third eye, you got to think of the things that you don't see, the things that are not on the surface, such as spirits and spiritualities and energies and just a lot of the things that exist among us besides the things that we see. So, um, just to touch base on the number five. So I like to look up angel numbers. I like to look up, um, just, just stuff that I feel like explains everything. Like I'm a Virgo. Okay. If you know anything about a Virgo, we love to overanalyze. We love to overthink things. We like to get to the root of the whys, um, why things are the way that it is and so forth. So I looked at the number five in relation to why did it take me so long to put out my second episode of this podcast that I've been talking about forever, right? So um, I looked up the angel number five and it says the number five resonates with the influences and attributes of personal freedom, the unconventional individualism, non-attachment, um, change life lessons, adaptability, versatility, blah, 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 that important life changes are upon you and these changes will bring about many positive opportunities for you. The angels ask that you look upon these changes with an optimistic and positive attitudes as they are destined to bring you long-term, many long-term benefits. Remember to be grateful for the auspicious opportunities ahead of you. When angel number five appears, it is a message to do with your health and your well-being. Your angels are helping you to make a positive, healthy lifestyle choices and changes that enhance and benefit you in many ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. So I thought this was interesting reading this because I just graduated, right? So that's a life change. I'm finally going to be going through life, not being a student. I've been a student for so long. I don't know shit else besides being a student. So that's number one. So that's a big life change for me. That's the scary part because when I say that graduating feels like a burden has been lifted, That is amazing to be done with school. That stress of school is no joke. However, I feel like another weight has been put upon me to now excel in the real world. And that's the scary part. And I feel like me being who I am, I'm such a hermit. I'm so about my comfort zone and knowing what's comfortable for me. And I really don't like changes. So it's really scary for me to step out into the real world. And a reason why I'm taking the summer off and not trying to find a summer internship, which I was at first, um, but I kept getting rejected. Like a lot of places I was applying to, I knew I was out of my league, but I didn't want nothing less for myself. I don't want to waste my time at a random ass, you know, marketing pyramid scheme company, um, not utilizing my degree the way I want it to be utilized. And I didn't want to BS and rush the process of finding a valuable internship that I feel like I can learn from. So um, I decided to take the summer off and um, I knew I wasn't qualified because all throughout my college career or my college tenure, like I haven't had the best experience. I've been through a lot of things, car accidents, um, mental health issues, breaks in between, um, 
you know, not having the funds and having to work full time while also being in school or having two jobs while in school. So I've been through a lot and I really haven't, I feel like no college student, unless your parents is helping you and supporting you financially, like no college student is able to step out and get the experience that's needed for their degree because we're spending so much time studying and we're spending so much time trying to pay our bills and stuff like that, that we don't focus on trying to get the experience. Therefore, when we graduate and we're applying to these places, we don't look like valuable prospects for these people's companies because we don't have no fucking experience or we didn't do anything that necessarily relates to what they're requiring, you know, from applicants and, you know, we're stuck looking stupid. So I knew that I was underqualified. So that's another reason why I took the summer off. Um, so also from, for the past six months, I've been working as a server in a restaurant and that has been stressful as well, but that server money pays the bills. Um, so that's one thing I like about serving, but last month, um, I was working at the Taco Mac at the CNN Center in downtown Atlanta. Um, it's no longer there anymore because the Phillips Arena wanted to do renovations and they wanted the company to like pay for the renovations and the company didn't want to do that. So they didn't renew their lease and they decided to relocate us. So um, we had the options to relocate to other locations. So I picked the location, but I also decided to take the month off because I was supposed to be traveling to Morocco for study abroad, but that got canceled. So like a lot of, a lot of the things that I wanted for myself were falling through. Like I thought I had like a, I wouldn't say a stable job, but I had income that I thought was stable. And then that got snatched from me. And then I thought this Morocco trip was going to make my resume look good and make me look better for employers. But then that got snatched away from me. So I was, I felt like I was left with nothing. And all throughout this month, I've been really like hard on myself and finding myself slipping back into a depression and, you know, my anxiety was getting the best of me, just overthinking my situation. Like, oh my gosh, now I don't have steady income. And like one moment I'll have $2, the next minute I'm trying to make $200 stretch. And it was just, it was becoming a lot for me. So, um, that's where... I want to talk about spirituality and where that fits into my life and how I'm able to cope and push past this very rough patch in my life. Because just, just picture this, like fresh out of college, your job, technically you just got laid off because, oh, I didn't even finish the story about my job. (laughs) So they said we can relocate to other locations and I was going to relocate at the end of May. And I was going to be back, you know, June 1st. I'm like, let me just take a month off to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to get back on YouTube, which I did not do because that's a whole nother thing in itself. And I still have my reservations about YouTube. Anyways, I was just like, you know, I'm going to take the month of May off, relax, try to get my um, personal things back popping. And if that works for me, then I won't go back. But if it doesn't, then I'll go back. So just a week or two ago, the manager of my last um, store, he also got relocated to the location that I was going to relocate to as well. Well, um, the people who were working there had an issue with him. Long story short, he ended up getting fired from the company. So I don't necessarily feel comfortable. I know it sounds dumb. It's like, okay, girl, you can always still call and have a job there. But it's like the people at that location don't know me anymore. And the person who's going to help me transition into that store is no longer there. So I feel like that's God telling me that, you know, that place is no longer for you. Move on. Um, Even though I'm very 
scared about my circumstances financially, like there's this little mustard seed of faith. And I know a lot of us always hear about this mustard seed of faith. There's this tiny mustard seed of faith within me that's telling me that I'm going to be okay. Even though I don't have a job right now, even though I know I have bills due, somehow, some way it gets paid. And I'm going to tell you guys my testimony. After we take a break, um, I want to dive right into the talk of spirituality and how that plays into our world. And I also, I don't know what else I'm going to talk about, but I'll be back after this break. This break is brought to you by Word of the Day. Now, I decided to do Words of the Day because sometimes I use big-ass words that I've learned, which I better have learned (laughs) with that $100,000 piece of paper that I just earned. But yeah, sometimes I throw these giant words at you guys, and I know that I need to provide some context behind it. So our first word of the day, as simple as it is, it is spirit. And when we talk about spirit, I feel like people know the gist of the word, but they don't know how deep the word actually gets. So according to Merriam Dictionary, uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, that is, the definition of spirit is an animating or vital principle held to give life to physical organisms. It is a supernatural being or an essence. It is a temperament or a disposition of the mind or outlook, especially when vigorous or animated um, high spirits are involved. It is an immaterial, intelligent, or sentient part of a person. It is a special attitude, a frame of mind. It is also an often malevolent being that is bodiless but can become visible. So when we talk about that, in a sense, we can talk about ghosts. We can talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, we can talk about people who see dead people. Um, so it is an actual being, whether tangible or not. It can enter and possess a human being. Our next word is going to be hedonism or hedonist and hedonism refers to the doctrine that pleasure or happiness is the soul or the chief good in life it is a way of life based on or suggesting um, principles of hedonism and when we talk about hedonism we talk about self-fulfillment we talk about um, just ultimately fuck whatever what everybody else thinks fuck whoever is just about my happiness and my pleasure at all times so that is hedonist it was a little bit of the dictionary definition plus my definition just to give you a more um comprehensive definition of the word because sometimes the dictionary will give you the definition and they make it more difficult so i had to break it down for you guys (laughs) and the very last word of the day is discernment as told by the dictionary is the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure um, and the act of perceiving or discerning something. So I, I really hate that they use the actual word in the definition. But when you talk about discernment, you talk about your ability to judge something or um, your ability to be aware of something that may not be what it seems. Okay, so you got to discern, <laughs> discern the situation, discern. Let's see if we can find another definition discernment yeah the ability to judge well the perception and the absence of judgment with a view to obtain a spiritual direction and understanding so we have spirit hedonist or hedonism and discernment those are the three words of the day now let's return back to the show all right guys and we are back so um to get into my testimony Um, I feel like I have so many, but one that happened the most recent, okay? 
So like I was saying before, like I have this mustard seed of faith. So you guys know I've been jobless, like no income for the past month and it's been driving me crazy. So I've been nervous because I had got my refund back from the Morocco trip that was canceled and I had put down $700, right? So since the trip was canceled, I got that money back and I'm like, okay, good. You know, I have rent, but you know, things pop up like groceries, bills, Next thing you know, you go from having 600 to $2, and, you know, that happened to me. So I was really worried about my situation, and um, for those who don't know, I do live with my boyfriend, so bills, you know, we help each other out. So he pretty much said he got me, and I felt bad for putting the weight on him so heavy. Um, so anyways, um, <laughs> one day... We pull up to the gas station. He like, I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky, babe. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm about $50 worth of lottery tickets. I'm like, okay. Usually I'd be like, why would you do that? You know, we, we need to be saving money. Like, what is wrong with you? So I'm like, you know what, babe? You know, do you? I believe in you. Go ahead. So, you know, he get the first 10 tickets. He scratches it off. He gets $40 back, right? So um, he gets $40 back. So he's like, you know, I'm going back to the gas station. I'm about to get... $40 more worth of tickets. I'm like, okay. So he goes back and he gets his $40 worth of ticket and tickets and he comes back home and he's scratching them out. And you know, I'm just in the kitchen cooking and all I hear is, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, babe. Like, oh my gosh, I won. So I'm like, you won? Like, what? Like, how much you win? And he was like, I won $500. And that was just the crazy that was just the craziest thing because it's literally down to like the last couple of days before rent is due and I didn't know how the hell I was gonna get, you know, my half of the rent, you know? And I didn't wanna ask my parents because who wants to be a burden to their parents because, you know, at this age it's like we grown but it's like we really not grown at the same time. Like we kinda have our shit together and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we still make irrational and crazy, stupid financial decisions that put us in fucked up positions and we don't know what the hell to do. And sometimes we don't always want to run to our parents because we're grown, right? So anyways, we win this $500 and that was just a blessing to me because like, no matter what, I'm, I feel like I always end up in, in, in crazy, impossible positions. Like, I end up in the craziest positions and somehow, somewhere at the last minute, God comes in clutch. Like, LeBron in game seven, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's where my spirituality really comes into play because if I was just to be negative and not be optimistic and not have like a little faith and not let go and let God, like I can really fuck up my mental state. You should never let your negative thoughts consume you because when you do that and you allow negativity to consume your thoughts, it eventually manifests, especially when you're speaking that out and you're carrying that energy out into the world. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in what you put out is what you get in. Like the same thing you put out into the universe is going to come back to you in some way. So if you're putting out negative things and negative mantras every day and, you're doing things that can harm you in the long run, you know, like all of that is going to come back to you in some way. So if you take the negative and turn it into a positive and start 
thinking more positively, of course. And it sounds so cliche and it sounds crazy. I sound like somebody who read a self-help book and now feels the need to be giving out advice. But this is not even no advice giving shit. This is just me speaking my truth. And I've suffered with depression. Like, that's no secret. That's not something I keep as a secret. That's nothing I am ashamed of either because I know I've came a long way. But one thing that has helped me is for me to be positive. It's for me to stop stressing about shit that I have no control over. Like, once you start to believe that everything happens in your life for a reason, okay, once you start to believe that there are going to be things in life that are out of your control, there's a higher power, there is somebody above you that controls a lot of the things around you. And as long as you put your trust into that person or that being or that whatever that is to you, in my instance, me putting my trust into God allows me to not be stressed out. It allows me to not worry myself to death. It allows me to enjoy my life and live in the moment instead of worrying about shit that I have no control over. You know what I'm saying? Because once you give all that up, you can start focusing on the things that really matter to you and you can really start getting to the shit that you like to do again. And I had to learn that the hard way. I am a perfectionist. I am a Virgo. We are the epitome of trying to reach perfection and anything short of that is a disappointment. Anything short of perfection is like life ruining, like you're just just a wreck if things don't go your way. And I had to learn that God, one, has put my partner in my life to rely on and to allow to help me maneuver through life and allow me to allow me to not feel the need to always be in control over everything and stress myself out. One. And two, God has also put me in positions to just rely solely on him because I've been in situations where I've had nothing but him. For instance, just last year, I was homeless, sleeping on my friend's couch. Um, No shade, but The complex she was living in was infested with roaches, and I used to wake up with roaches crawling on me. I even had a fat-ass roach on my face. Like, I was at my lowest. Um, And if I wasn't strong-minded and and if I didn't have my faith and have that strong sense of spirituality that I do have, I would be somewhere that I can't even imagine, to be honest. Um, I can't really speak on where I would be because I am a strong-minded person, but a lot of people aren't. And that's why it's important to get a grip on your spirituality. Um, But besides the point of, you know, my journey, I have so many testimonies. There's been so many moments where you know, like, okay, that was God in your life. Like last year, again, in November, I was driving my boyfriend's car and we got in a car accident. The way we spun out, we should have been dead. Like, that's just what they said. I'm saying all of this to say that the things that are out of your control is best for you to get a grip on your spirituality and the things that can bring you to focus on the things that matter in life. And through that, I really started to question my purpose and what I was doing because I'm in school for journalism. 
And when I stepped into like journalism and PR and stuff, all I wanted to do, I thought the surface of my career and what I wanted to do was just be in front of the world and talk my shit and give my news and report celebrity gossip and it was just going to be happily ever after. And then I started to really look and see what my industry was about and how some media stations and some media outlets are used to disseminate evil agendas, okay? Like, you got to think of things in this world as good and evil. If we're seeing the world for what it is, if we was to break it down in the simplest terms of understanding, in terms of energy, we can look at good and evil. And I feel like the evil outweighs the good in this world. And I feel like the evil permeates a lot of industries in this world and can steer us away from that higher power that's trying to keep us safe, that's trying to keep us in a place. I don't want to sound all cryptic and shit, okay? I don't want to sound like I've been watching a whole bunch of conspiracy theory videos. And I know I may seem all over the place, but bear with me. It's going to come in full circle, okay? So if we look at the world in terms of good and evil, right? What one person deemed as bad may not be deemed as bad to you. So someone can be like, oh, I stabbed him. It wasn't that bad. But to you, you're like, you know, that's horrible. And then somebody's good may not be that good to you. So good and bad is on a spectrum. However, it still exists. So when I applied those things to my industry and the class that made me um, think about this the most was, was my media ethics class. And I did a case study on Fox News and how Fox News is a niche media market, meaning that they cater to a certain group and a certain demographic. And that's just, you know, they're like a genre of news. So when I think of Fox News, they are more on the conservative side, more Republican. Um, and sometimes the things that they say and the news that they disseminate is biased, is racist, is um, imbalanced. And as journalists, that's not what we learn. As journalists, we learn that we're the voice of the voiceless. We're not putting down other communities. We're not spewing out false facts and you know, things that don't make sense, but in my industry um, is used very powerfully because those with money can give the money to the media outlets to craft a, a story into a certain way and push agendas all because of, you know, the dollar. So to make this all make sense, I just want you guys to take into account that good and evil exist everywhere and allowing your third eye to be open on a spiritual level allows you to avoid situations that you don't have to be a part of. Like when you do good and you are good, usually good comes back to you. When you have faith, if you have uh if you're very strong spiritually and you're spiritually grounded, your morals and your ethics and your values um align with goodness and what people deem to be good, good things will happen to you. Um, but if you're thinking in terms of your spirit, if your spirit is crushed, if it's not existing, if your third eye isn't open and you're seeing everything for its value and not for the long term, or, or you're not having positive thoughts and good thoughts and stuff, then bad things start to happen because of how you allow these things to manifest into your life. And um, I wanted to, 
I brought up the industry that I'm in and the class that I took because that also helped me to reroute my purpose. At first, I was at a point where I wanted the glitz and glamour and I wanted the, the rich and the fame. And then I had to think, you know, money is not everything. Money was not put here for us to strive towards. If money was taken away, what actually makes me happy? What am I actually doing things for? Instead of being materialistic and idolizing, you know, vain things, like what is my actual purpose? So once I took my media ethics class and went over, you know, different ethical theories by different um, theorists like Aristotle and Immanuel Kant and John Stuart Mills with utilitarianism and all these different theories, I started to realize that my purpose needs to be grounded in benefiting the greater good. Like I shouldn't always just be so hedonistic and being a hedonist and self-serving and everything is about me and I can do what I want as long as I'm not hurting nobody but it's all about me like that's a very selfish way to go about life because I feel like we weren't put on this earth to just serve ourselves and to be so materialistic or you know idolize these individuals and put these individuals on a pedestal and we do a lot of things that's just it's so much to unpack and it's so hard to stay on one subject but um I believe that we were put on this earth to help each other I feel like there is a spiritual warfare going on amongst us a battle between good and evil and I feel like evil is winning I feel like there is an agenda that is pushed by a lot of evil individuals who work within different industries that control our lives and that influence our lives to an extent. And sometimes those who are not awakened or those who are not conscious of this and not to use like woke, because I hate the term woke, but those who don't have their third eye open often fall victim into this evil agenda and I just want people to have a spirit of discernment, um, look at things beyond the surface and realize that a lot of the things that you partake in or a lot of the things that you do that you may not see as being harmful may not be directly harmful, but I feel like the consequences of your actions affects people on a larger scale. And I feel like a lot of us should take time out to figure out our purpose and make sure our purpose isn't so self-fulfilling. Like, yeah, it's good to, you know, be financially stable and this and the third, but we got to get to a point where we know that we're living to better the lives of other people and not just being selfish and every man for them for themselves because I feel like we shouldn't live like that now. Other people might think otherwise, but... That's why I really have to change my content because I know what I can do to get the views. I know what I can do to get viral. I know I can do the craziest shit, but what am I doing that for? Like, it's not benefiting nobody. It's all for me to make a coin. Like, it's very hedonist. And I feel like that isn't a way to live. So now that I figured out my purpose... You know, once I actually sat down and asked myself, like, you know, what are my goals? What actually makes me happy? If money 
wasn't a thing like what would I want to be doing for the rest of my life and I know it would be to educate people um, because you know knowledge is power and we live in a society where if you're not financially equipped which most of us are not um, a lot of marginalized groups end up not being able to have the opportunity to get education because of the lack of money that they have and I feel like that's very unfortunate because the amount of money you have shouldn't dictate whether you get an education or not and I just feel like you know this country is messed up like I can talk about this forever but you know just to tackle spirituality and bring it back full circle I just want a lot of you guys to take into account your spiritual journey if you do believe into that tap into that more um especially during this time like look who's in office look at the things around us so yeah i know that was a lot to digest so we're just gonna go ahead and take a break before i wrap the show up and i'll be right back if you are a company looking to be represented on this podcast please email miriam at trobeauty.com that is Miriam, M-A-R-I-A-M, at com for all of your sponsorship inquiries and business opportunities. Now let's get back to the show. Even better than I was the yeah. last time, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. We back. I'm good. Ooh, yeah. I'm good. All right, guys, and we're back. So... Um, just so we can tie all the strings together of this podcast, I just want to let you guys know that I'm not perfect in this shit, okay? I said I feel a lot because this is what I feel. Um, this is what I've, I know to my extent of knowledge through my research. You can do your own research. I'm not perfect. I'm still on my spiritual journey. Um, it's a battle every day because sometimes you find yourself in situations where you'd be ready to say, fuck it all, you know? So, um, I'm just here to give you guys something else to think about. Um, it gets really annoying when I see my peers and just not even just my peers, when I see everybody focused on the wrong shit, like why does this world put so much focus on the wrong shit? It's like you're feeding into what the enemy wants in a sense, like, not to sound all tinfoil hat-ish and stuff. And I've, I have watched my fair share of conspiracy theory videos, but it's like, this is what they want. You're being distracted. Like, look at the, this is America video. Look at all the shit that's happening in America. Look at who's in office. Look at how many school shootings has occurred in this year alone and how desensitized we are to it now and how fast we move from one topic to the next with the 24-hour news cycle and it's just like there's no real value in this world everything is so vain everything is so narcissistic and self-serving and um if you don't know what hedonistic mean and hedonist I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, really get to know that word and try to stay as far the fuck away from being that as possible. Um, I feel like if a lot of us live to help one another, we will be in a way better predicament. Um, I feel like a lot of our mental states will be a little bit more stable, um, but it's the fact that we're all, well, a lot of us feel the need to be competing against one another. 
which there's no competition in this world. We all doing shit on our own time. You can't tell your time with somebody else's watch. So it's like, I just want us to start thinking different. Like, I know the media and the entertainment that we're being fed is like dumbing us down, but like, damn, it's just entertainment. Like you can't believe everything you see. You got to have some sort of spirit of discernment. You got to have some sort of knowledge and spiritual knowledge of the things that occur around you. And if you really don't think that there's nothing beyond us, I just want you to take this into account. If you ever seen the show Stranger Things, I think this relates to our real world in the most in the most precise sense to say the least. So you see Stranger Things, right? They have the real world, everything that you see with your two eyes that you can actually see, and then you have the upside down. And um the upside down is like another dimension of their actual world where other beings exist and I want you guys to think about the world we live in in that sense where it's like even though you may see it I mean even though you may not see it it still exists among you there's still forces in another dimension that influences the way your life goes um so getting right spiritually in that sense where your soul can exist at where your soul okay we're not talking about your flesh okay fuck the flesh because this is is perishable but your soul i feel like your soul is eternal so when you're not feeding your soul and you're depriving your soul of being connected to the plug the plug is that is allah is god is whoever you want it to be that higher being that higher power if you're not feeding your soul that like I don't know how you're, you're diminishing it. You're not, you're going to find yourself trying to fill a void with money, with materialism, with fame, with attention from people that you don't even fucking know on the internet, with, um, attention whoring, with getting as many likes as you can. Like it baffles me when I see people I went to high school with ass out for 50 likes. Like that's what we're doing now. That's what we're doing. We're taking our pants off for the world to see for 50 likes because what is that What is that doing for you? And I'm not here to slut shame because we're not even about to take it that route, okay? <laughs> like, that's a whole other topic for another day. I can really unleash my feelings on that. But all I'm saying is take care of yourself, not just your physical self and your looks and your facade because anybody can put on a good front like they good. We see it all the time, but we also see the stories of the people who are rich and famous who end up having drug addiction problems or people in certain industries who, you know, probably didn't commit a suicide or are harming themselves because on the outside they look happy because it's for entertainment. That's why it's called the entertainment industry. Doesn't mean it's all fact, mostly fiction. So I, I, I want us to be really... I want us to be aware in that aspect that everything is not what it seems and... If we're sitting here glorifying and chasing this lifestyle of, oh, money, 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 get to the bag, get your money, da 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 and we're not putting any value into having morals and ethics and, and just being good people and helping one another and actually having a purpose beyond materialism, we will be in a better place. <laughs> I think about that every day. I, I think about it all the time, so... 
just some main takeaways. Um, do some soul searching. Like if there's never a right time to do anything, that's what I learned. Like we always wait on the right time to get on, to get back in the gym, get in shape. We always waiting for the right time to start a business. We always waiting for the right time to go back to school. We always waiting for the right time. But the thing is, the gag is there's never a right time. There's never a right time. So if anything, this is the time. If you're listening now, you're listening to this for a reason. This is the time to start doing some soul searching. Figure out who you are as an individual beyond your wants, beyond what your flesh wants. And give yourself what you need. If you need to stop smoking for a while, do that. Because I'm doing it. I say smoke weed every day, but don't be dependent on the shit. Do it because you like to. (laughs) But... You know, give yourself what you need, not what you want. Money, cars, clothes, that's what you want. But what do you need? What do you need to be happy? What do you need to be happy? That's what you need to ask yourself. And again, I'm not no guru. I'm winging this shit. Just look, we all winging this shit. If there's one thing I learned is that nobody actually knows what they're doing. We're just all winging it. So as long as you put in 100% into whatever you're doing, I feel like God or the higher power or whatever, like if you put your all and you doing good and you doing it the right way, it's going to come back to you the right way. And yeah, I just want everybody who's listening to really figure out your life's purpose. Make sure it's not vain. Make sure it's not shallow without depth. Really find your purpose. And once you find your purpose, go full force, go 100%. And I really want you guys to take into account the fact that you weren't put on this earth just for yourself. You were put on this earth to make a difference in someone else's life. And I believe that 100%. So I want you guys to apply this to your everyday life. Let's work on being better people. I don't have too much to say besides the fact that I'm happy to be doing this full time. Um, I don't know what I want to talk about next. So if you have suggestions, let me know. Um, If you are a business looking to collaborate, looking for sponsorships, looking for advertising on this podcast, you can email me at Miriam, M-A-R-I-A-M at Trill, T-R-I-L-L-Beauty.com. And yeah, um, I have nothing else to say. It was my pleasure being here talking with you all. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.